0: It's a terrible football show, all right?
1: I want whatever you guys are smoking right now. Come on, Shane. O-H. Damn. O-H. Oh, baby,
2: yeah! (laughs) Shane, I swear to God.
1: Welcome Welcome to to a terrible terrible football football show.
2: show. That's my quarterback and my teammate, man. (laughs) 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 Ruins my fucking holiday every damn year. Alex. What up? You can thoroughly kiss my ass.
1: Why not let us decide the top four? Yeah, let a terrible football show let a terrible fo- decide let a terrible the top football
3: four. Fuck you, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> Roll Tide. Have a good one, guys. Oh, 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 Yeah, you got to go. Get him out of here. Get him out of here.
1: Uh, you know, I like that Baker Mayfield and myself, man. He was baking it up there in the Browns, and it just turned into a big old shit pile. So- <laughs>
3: get that right i will fly you out and take you to a game in dallas of your fucking choice
0: Ooh. oh shit yeah he's successful at just giving his terrible opinion so why can't i it's a terrible football show after all terrible football show episode 64 one week until the nfl draft so today is gonna be a very special day we're gonna be running through seven rounds of for our favorite teams mock draft never done it before here on the show it's gonna be great we got all the boys looking forward to that you know boys it's good to see you guys let's go around the room we'll start with jacob jacob how you doing how you feeling my friend you had a little bit of an accident last week hopefully all you're in good spirits hopefully everything's good good to see you here today
2: i'm slowly getting back to normal but i am still pretty dazed and still my feathers are still a little rough
0: that's fair you had a a nice you know nasty little tumble there but i'm glad to see you i'm glad to see you're in good spirits you know but my
2: eighth concussion by the way eighth
0: Eighth. concussion that's insane that's insane i'm just glad you're okay that's the main thing you know that's that's obviously the main thing all of us boys are are happy to hear and happy to see is that you're all right I'm glad you were able to make it for the show today i was just completely leaving that up to you if you wanted to miss that was all cool bro no big deal uh so just happy to see you here man uh then we can do have shane with his camera on today look at that handsome
3: mug shane how you doing how you feeling pretty good. Pretty good. good. um excited for the draft week man it's getting close yeah no it's it, it's getting extremely
0: extremely close uh, for our draft special that we will be live for next thursday of course we'll go live probably about 30 minutes before the first round and um you know go through our 5.0s and then just kind of talk about whatever's kind of going on Turn it up on volume here just a little bit uh so definitely looking forward to that it's gonna be a blast hopefully it'll be just as, as great as it was last year because last year was incredible and then of course we do have uh the man with some of the hottest takes in the room we got ricky here ricky how you doing how you feeling
1: Man, I am doing well. It's it's a much better week than what last week was. That's for damn sure. And uh, Jacob, I'm glad Jacob's doing well. Glad you're back. Glad you're doing well. I'm glad that you're that you're alive and healthy and everything like that. But there, J- Alex, there is no way Jacob's going to miss this show because he was going to have to re-listen <laughs> re- to this show and yell at me at some of the picks that I have for the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> I mean, we can't we can't do. It. That's the only reason he's here today. He's yes. not here because he wants to be. He's here so he can yell at me and call me an idiot. I mean, that's <laughs> just why he's here today.
0: That is true, fellow, you got a couple Cowboys fans here, so yeah, they're going to be (laughs) kind of going back and forth. Uh, No, I'm actually, like I said, I'm really excited for this. We've never done this before in in the show's history at any point in time. Seven round mock for just our favorite team, so of course me. Chicago Bears and Jacksonville Jaguars. We got Jacob here with the Dallas Cowboys and Cincinnati Bengals. We have Shane with the Denver Broncos and Seattle Seahawks, and Ricky also with the Dallas Cowboys. And you're you're, you're staying with them, right? You're locking in the the the, the Raiders still, or are you jumping locking. ship?
1: I will I, I stick with the Raiders for okay. now. I mean, I've 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 got the Raiders and Bengals. You know, what I mean, it's, you know, I I can do whichever one you want me to do. Right. Uh, but yeah, I I really like the Raiders. You never know what the Raiders are going to do. They could draft, you know, Mr. Irrelevant in the first round and it wouldn't surprise me. So
0: Right. Uh, that that, that's accurate with how the Raiders do you know one of the you know know, right now you know Ricky is he's teetering on that ship right now where he could potentially hop from his second favorite team and you know for a large amount of reasons and Jacob made a joke about a few weeks ago that Ricky's like the hottest free agent on the market right now because me and Jacob (laughs) both were trying to get him to swing over to our teams with Jacksonville and you know Cincinnati Uh, so (laughs) that's that's the main thing Uh, We do got Tyler here in the chat. Tyler, how you doing? How you feeling, my friend? Uh, But yeah, looking forward to this. Uh, I do want to run around and hit a couple things first. So, uh, of course, the very first thing I I do want to give a very special shout out to is a shout out um, and T's and P's uh, to Chris Smith. Uh, passing away that news pass, you know hit the internet. Uh, I believe it was just today. you know 31 years old, so obviously T's and P's there, you know, uh, legend in the Arkansas Razorback uh, you know, fandom with um, you know he played excellent in college and he's had a, a pretty solid pro career you know from NFL and XFL. So obviously T's and P's on that one. and uh, well, you know like what I like to do of course, for any sort of passings is we'll have a brief moment of silence uh in 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 memory, so moment of silence now for Chris Smith, rest in peace. Moment has passed um and then of course uh Jalen hurts, boys, my gosh, you know what what a what a deal that was uh you know, highest paid player in nFL history at two hundred and fifty five mil total contract uh, I think his uh yearly was like fifty one mil. Uh, guarantees obviously less than Deshaun Watson, which I don't think we'll ever see a guaranteed contract like Deshaun Watson ever again in terms of that two thirty guarantee. But you know, you know, then there's also those other reports immediately coming out that Lamar Jackson was offered a two hundred million guarantee contract, and you know, or two or two hundred mil was guaranteed of the contract. I think it was more, and you know, I think Jalen's guarantee is like what isn't it like in the one seventies. I think is what it is. I could be wrong. One fifty eight. I'm pretty sure. So man. Ooh, uh, Ravens are in a spot now, you know. And so is Lamar. But man, what a deal for honestly with Jalen's deal is really, a, you know, you know, as a lot of people have kind of thrown out there a feel good story, you know. Honestly, you know, you know, he always kept his head down. You know, was excellent in Alabama. You know, got benched in the championship. You know, two was the guy. You know, he kept his head down. He's one of Oklahoma. Still played ball, did his thing. Got drafted second round, and now here he is, highest paid player in NFL history. So obviously. Obviously, shout-out to that. You know, Jalen Hurts is is a, is a beast, and I think he definitely deserves the money, uh, at least in my mind. Some people would probably say it's overpaid, which is, I think that's fair. I think almost any player that gets that kind of money is going to be considered overpaid for the most part. There's those few players like, oh, yeah, he was not overpaid. But I think for the most part, everyone's going to kind of throw that out there. But, I mean, what a deal. What would you guys think of
3: that? Um, I think I it's justified. He was... yeah. yeah, I mean he... – he kind of has that MVP type performance last year. He gets the team to the Super Bowl. I mean, kind of expected, right?
0: Yeah. Especially since he was that second round draft pick. You know, they didn't have that fifth round option to uh, to mess with. You know, they uh, that's why they were kind of you know really on the point about get, you know getting it done as soon as possible and getting the the deal kind of locked in. So, uh, now what a deal though! Now for real, it definitely justified with how he played this last year. And you know, like Tyler pointed out, you know. Uh, It could go up to 178 if he doesn't get injured. So, you know, the total guarantees can definitely go up on that one, Uh, which, you know, there's always going to be those little, you know, finer things to contracts and stuff. But, uh, no, leading up to draft, though, uh, really excited for the draft special uh, next week. Uh, Lots of stuff coming out of the draft. Apparently, Bryce Young is the guy. Uh, Apparently, that is locked in at number one. That's the reports that we're kind of seeing right now. You know he's canceled all of his other visits. Um, you know because you know, my understanding he's feels like he's set for that number one spot and and then Will Levis got bumped up to the to the, the highest odds um, to be the second overall pick and maybe not necessarily the Texans but it's the second overall pick in sports books. Will Levis sitting at the with the highest odds right now. So that was actually kind of fascinating because uh, we've all kind of been in the boat. We thought he could potentially slide. You know definitely could see a guy you know see him getting reached for it in in the top ten and stuff, but. I oh, don't know. That's some interesting stuff. Uh, you boys... I almost
2: got bamboozled the other day, by About the way, what? with an article. I saw a random article from just like this Joe Schmoe uh, outlet that said that it was breaking news that Aaron Rodgers signed a three-year ex- contract extension with the Green Bay Packers. And I'm like, oh shit, this means so much. Like the Jets are without... A quarterback, and then I went on ESPN, and it wasn't real. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I, I I had a mini heart attack with that.
3: Right, no, I get I get bamboozled a lot by that Rappaport fake Twitter account. Yeah, same me every time, dude.
0: Yeah, it has got you before. Me and you finished the conversation. You immediately called me back and told me Odell back. Yeah, I, was like, o- with someone. I was like, Odell
3: to the... Odell to the.
0: Whoever it was. I, remember. I don't remember. And I'm just Cincinnati like... Some shit. I was like, oh, really? And I, I hopped that, on Twitter. I didn't that, find I like, it anywhere. I'm like, oh, Shane got bamboozled. <laughs>
3: yeah, I did. I sure did.
0: I mean, it happens to me, everyone. It happens to the best of us. You know what I mean? It happens to the best of us. Uh, Tyler throws out Houston's riding with Davis. That is, I can't can't buy into that one, bud. Yeah, it's it's. I know you want it to happen, but that's that's not happening. About as, about as good as it takes.
3: The Bills need a linebacker. <laughs> that's true.
0: Well, I mean, well, I mean that. I think I, mean, I think do, I think they do, Bears. but I feel like it's there's definitely need. I, I definitely think there's other positions they need more because they did lose Tremaine Edwards. You know, the Bears signed them, but they definitely have some other positions that I think we on this show can say the Bills need more like a running back, you know, for example, yeah,
1: running back. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Running back. Yep. Running running back.
0: back. <laughs> Kicker, uh, punter. Oh, man. Uh all right, all right. Let's so uh let's go ahead and hop into things. Uh, unless you guys got you guys got anything else you want to shout out before we actually jump into this. Nope. Okay, cool. Uh so at least I, I don't know how everyone here is going to be doing it for me personally I'm actually going to be doing mine live as we do it uh just so that way I can give a better opportunity to shout out other players that I can see as possibilities at each pick I do have a completed one though um, my completed one do, does have a few trades uh one you know for one trade for the Bears one trade for the Jags but yo uh I'm I'm gonna be honest man I can, I, I I don't it's going to all come down to the value uh, if I feel like the Bears are going to be making any trades or not in these first few rounds, um, it's going to be tough because I didn't actually have my first trade and happen until round four. Um, but uh, you know, I, I could definitely see some trades earlier, uh, including that ninth overall pick. I could even see a trade, but I don't know. We'll we'll see. Uh, so let's uh, let's get into it. Let's get into it, boys. All right. So uh, who wants who wants to kick things off? Uh, Shane, why don't you kick things off? I mean, you technically have the, I think the highest pick right now.
3: Yeah, with Seattle at five. Yeah,
0: yeah. So what what do you have Seattle doing at five?
3: Um, so let me start this draft here because I am also doing it live, so yeah, that's why I have it set up
0: live too. Which also shout out to like the live draft that you know that I was doing with this. There was like nine in a row where I had Bryce fall into the ninth pick, and I just immediately
3: restarted. I'm like, well, that's not happening, <laughs> that is not happening. <laughs> All right, so are, are do you do you want to like go over like what's happening in these drafts? While we're now,
0: unless you see so, something okay. hilarious, I ah, don't worry about it. Let's just focus on our teams, okay?
3: Um, so best available for me here, um, Jalen Carter, Christian Gonzalez, Tyree Wilson. Um, I think if we're in this spot right here, we're going to take Christian Gonzalez or Tyree Wilson. Uh, I think in all of our mock drafts, we've had Tyree Wilson here, um, and I think that's where I'm going to go with the number five overall pick, Tyree Wilson,
0: okay. Uh, Ricky, what about you with the Raiders at seven?
1: The Raiders at seven. Let me switch over to this. So um, a lot of it had to deal with the fact Peter Skarnatsky was not one of the ones invited. I know that doesn't mean anything, but considering that Paris Johnson Jr. is the only offensive tackle that was invited to the draft tells me that not many people are looking at offensive tackles to go in the top 20 of the draft. So for that reason, I have the Raiders getting Paris Johnson Jr. at number seven.
0: Okay. Now, do you think they're going to completely lock in at offensive tackle at seven? What are other ways you think they can go there?
1: If Will Levis is still available, I could see them getting Will Levis, but I have their quarterback covered in the second round.
0: Okay. Uh, Next up with me at the ninth picks, like I said, I definitely think the Bears could trade out of this pick. Personally, um, but it ultimately is gonna come down to who is there. Unfortunately, if Jalen Carter's there, I think there's a legit chance we're taking, which at this point, like while the talent's there, obviously, you know there's the other concerns. And at that point, I, I, I don't know, man, I, I, just, I, I guess I'm scared of the baggage. Like we're like we like I've said before, the Bears are in too good of a position to succeed. I don't want anything negative in that building. Um, but it, for me, I definitely think Paris Johnson Jr. is gonna be a guy that we're gonna grab if he's there. Uh, I could see Peter Scorancy and I could see Broderick Jones. Really just tackle. Again, I think our free agency signings uh, really tells me that we're going tackle with this pick uh, because we've kind of lined up everything on the offensive line except the left tackle spot. Uh, So that's just what it kind of tells me. So I'm going to go ahead and lock in Paris Johnson Jr. here uh, for me personally. Uh, So who would be the next one again? Would it be uh, Seattle again? Yeah, Seattle at 20?
3: Um, yes. Um... So Bijan's still here. That would be tempting, uh, just because of a value standpoint. Um, but as far as a need standpoint, um I'm literally really looking at one of one of three players here. Brian Branch, Jordan Addison, Deontay Banks. Um, Quentin Johnson's available too. Um Michael Mayer could be a, a potential put in there. I'm gonna I'm I'm going Jordan Addison here. I'm going to Jordan Addison with a twenty overall pick.
0: Get another get another weapon uh for Gino. I could see that. I could see that. And if a quarterback falls to that point, I feel like they would take one of the quarterbacks too, personally. Yeah, honestly, you could even take Hendon Hooker there as well. I mean, I think I think I think that's gonna be a very interesting thing to watch, is where is Hinden gonna go in this first round? Uh next up for me with the Jaguars, the twenty fourth pick. So I think corner safety is going to be one of the obvious ways that we're going to go. Uh, Brian Branch potentially uh, could be a way that we're going to go there because we definitely need help in the secondary across the board. Uh, But honestly, at this point, even though we franchise tagged him, yo, I feel like like both tight ends could potentially be here, Michael Mayer and Dalton Kincaid. And why not give T-Law another weapon? You know what I mean? We're getting Calvin Ridley. You know, we already have some pretty solid weapons. Why not keep adding to it? I'm going to go with Dalton Kincaid, tight end from Utah. Let's go. I'm going to hit that up. Uh, all right, so next up is you boys as cowboys. Uh, how we, what are we doing on that one? Go first, Ricky, because I have a trade.
1: Ooh. You've got a trade. So I almost had a trade as well. I I almost I almost traded away because I don't think they necessarily have to take a player here. Uh, because I think a lot of their needs are going to be long term needs. I don't think you're going to or or you say short to long term. Let's say short to long term. A lot of their needs are short to long term. The only thing they really I wouldn't say, yeah, you could almost say desperately need as a tight end, but guys, I really feel like this is a good tight end, like a tight end class in general. I feel like this is a decent tight end class. So, um, however, um, I'm going to go ahead and say they do take a player. Um, I've got Jameer Gibbs out of Alabama because I think Ooh. B. John Robinson, B. John Robinson's not going to be available at this point. B. John's going to be taken at number nine to Philly. I have a strong feeling Philly's going to take him. If if Philly doesn't take him, I don't know if he he I don't know if he survives that late in the draft. And so uh but at the same time with Jacob, Jacob said he has a trade here. Would not surprise me if they traded away here. So uh but um but yes I, I'm going to say they'll take Jameer Gibbs.
2: I actually have the Cowboys falling back two spots. They trade the 26th pick to the 28th pick, uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. With Bengals, I think they're going to be trading up to take offensive tackle Darnell Wright, Tennessee. And then for the Cowboys, if... Bijan's there; they're gonna take him. I have them taking Bijan. If he's not there, it's probably gonna be a tight end, either Dalton Kincaid or Michael Mayer, whichever whoever's there. But I'm locking in Bijan Robinson. Okay,
1: all right. I like I like it.
0: Uh, A couple things here from Tyler in chat. So he does throw out Drew Sanders, the possibility of Dallas, and he's finally hopping on the board with Bijan to Buffalo. He says Buffalo is moving up to take Bijan if Philly passes at ten, which that's fair. I think Bijan could go as high as ten. I really do. Uh, so that that is that is that is kind of a fair point there. Um, all right, Jake, What about your Bengals then? Oh, uh, they're taking Darnell Wright. Darnell Wright. Okay, got it. Got yeah. it. Okay. Interesting.
1: Interesting. Okay.
0: I mean, he's getting a lot of chatter right now. I mean, he is getting a lot he of is. chatter right now.
1: Yeah, that that he is. I actually had the Bengals taking Anton Harrison. I had the. I actually had the Bills taking Darnell Wright, just for the simple fact is. Is um, I don't know if they're gonna if Bijan if Bijan isn't there, I I don't think they take Drew Sanders right there. I, I think Drew Sanders in some ways has fallen back just a little bit. Um, eventually they will get their linebacker, but I don't I don't think it's gonna be Drew Sanders in the first round.
0: Okay. All right, so next up, I actually pulled up another <laughs> another mock draft while you know for the from the same site while you guys were talking, and I selected all of our teams so I can better track who is actually next. So next up is actually Shane, Shane with the thirty seventh pick in the second round, with the Seahawks. Seahawks.
3: Um, yeah, again, I'm getting great value right here in my opinion. Um, two top available players are Brian Branch. And Darnell Washington, and then Drew Sanders. That's going to be a top three um, as far as the big board goes. Um, I think if he's here, you're not going to pass on Brian Branch. So I take him with a 37th overall pick.
0: Okay, I like it. All right, next up with the 38th pick is actually Ricky, with the Raiders.
1: So I could potentially see this guy as a first round uh, draft pick, but you know, like said, he because he's not, he hasn't really gotten the hype that I thought he deserved. But I'm going to take the best. SEC quarterback in the last two seasons, head and Hooker. The Raiders are going to get something right, and they're going to draft this guy if he's available in the second round.
2: Oh, they're going to ruin his career.
3: (laughs) I was about to say the same thing. (laughs) I don't think
1: so. I I, (laughs) I don't think so. Hang on, though, guys. I don't think so, because Josh McDaniels is not going to win very much this year. They're going to fire Josh McDaniels, and they're going to hopefully get somebody in there that could coach. Urban Meyer. Okay, yeah, then, yeah. (laughs) I wouldn't wish
0: that on anyone. (laughs) I'm just going to be real. (laughs) I don't think I'd wish that even on Green Bay. That was just an embarrassment to the NFL.
1: (laughs) This is why it's hard being a a secondary Raiders fan. Yeah. This is why why I'm a free (laughs) agent.
3: Ryan Day. I'll get God.
1: okay.
3: okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we did
0: get Ricky to do the I O H I O last week, so he might be on board with that. Who knows?
1: <laughs> I am not on board with Ryan Day. I still okay. can't stand Ryan <laughs> All
0: right, all Better right. Neither can I. All right. So uh <laughs> next up we do have the Seahawks again with the 52nd. Pick. So Shane, what do you
3: got Jesus going on there?
1: Christ, how many picks do the Seahawks have? <laughs> a, a lot. A lot. <laughs> two, three, four, <laughs> Let
3: five, me look. Eight, <laughs> seven, eight, nine, ten, ten picks. Yeah, they, oh, have, dadgum, they, they sure have a do. lot Damn. They have a lot, yeah. I will say also made a trade um for Denver um and took two additional third round picks. So I picked sixty-seven, six six or I picked sixty-six, sixty-seven, and sixty-eight with Denver as well. Okay. Um But here, um, so we've already got our edge. We've got our playmaker on offense. I think here we we continue to do one of two things. We either beef up the front seven or we try to add on to that secondary. Um, Try and get something back like the Legion of Boom. Um, I like Antonio Johnson here, safety from Texas A&M. Trenton Simpson, uh, as well as available in this draft right now, linebacker out of Clemson. Um, but honestly, if he's here at 54, or, I mean, uh, he's 54th overall pick, like, based on the draft board, and we're picking at 52 here, I like this pick a lot. Uh, Cody Mach, inside offensive lineman from North Dakota State. That's a good
0: one. I like him a lot, That too. is
1: That is a very good one.
3: Yep. Yeah. Uh, so next up is
0: the Bears for the 53rd pick. This is one that I could see us trading out of if maybe some players on our board is not there. So like, for example, like let's say this, uh, this draft that I'm doing here at the moment, uh, there's obviously some players here that for sure, I think the bears would take, but I don't see them being here. Uh, one of them being Georgia techs Keon white. Uh, I don't see him being here at 53, for example, uh, Trenton Simpson here. We, you know, we did a lot of linebacking signing here um, this uh, off season. So linebacker, if we're going to grab that, I definitely view it being later, unless there's a certain name on the board, um, you know, Got Paris Johnson with that first pick. So, you know, Cody, who you just got with North Dakota say, he's still here for me. But a guy that's sticking out to me, and I've done a few of these, and he continues to stick out to me. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but uh, Tula, uh, defensive lineman with USC. Man, if he's sitting here, you know, at the 53 spot, ah, man, it's kind of tough to pass him up. I'm going to be honest with you. You know, there, there's a couple players that I would have my eye on here, uh, one of them also being the, uh, the lineman from Wisconsin, uh, Tipman. Uh, if he would be here. because uh, in my original draft that I did, I think that's who I drafted. Uh yeah, I drafted Joe Titman. Actually no, I drafted him with the 61 pick. 53 pick I did draft uh Tula as well. So you definitely uh he definitely Tula from uh hopefully I'm pronouncing his first name right. Jesus Christ. Um, you know, defensive lineman from uh USC. Uh, if he's sitting there, I feel like that is that is difficult uh to pass up, uh, personally. Uh, so let's I'm see. The, who else who would I'm be the next? same
1: I I'm the same pick at fifty three.
0: Okay, really? Gotcha.
1: Yep.
0: Uh, so once up, once again, next up is the Jacksonville Jaguars with the 56 pick. Uh, so kind of looking at things, man, again, we need secondary help. So there's a couple names that jump out of me that would probably be available here. DJ Turner, cornerback, Michigan, uh, Clark Phillips III, cornerback, Utah, and safety, Antonio Johnson from Texas A&M. You know, I, I feel if we're going to go, you know, more offensive weapon in the first round of the tight end, um, you know, I could definitely see, obviously, secondary being the primary focus here. Uh, maybe edge rusher, depending on who is there, you know, with this simulation, you um, can white would be here, but I don't see him being there. I don't, you know, Derek Hall, I think would be there. Um, the, uh, defensive lineman, uh, Eka from, um, uh, Baylor's here. I could see that as possibility, but I, I like defensive back personally. Give me DJ Turner cornerback from Michigan with, uh, with that pick for me. Uh, so let me, uh, kind of update so I can see where the fuck we're going with this. Cause I don't know who's next. Uh, next would be Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys with the 58th pick. How are you boys feeling on it?
1: So, I believe in a free country, gentlemen, because this is the perfect <laughs> spot for my Gardner Minshew to arrive in Dallas yes. in the glorious goodness. I, at the 58th pick have the Dallas Cowboys selected none other than the tight end from South Dakota state Tucker craft. I think it's a perfect spot for him to be at. I think, uh, I think with as young as he is, he'll be able to develop. I really believe he is undervalued because he did play at the FCS level. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever actually seen this guy play like on a television or, like on television or anything like that. This kid is a very he is going to be a very very excellent player. At least I feel that way and I hope I'm not wrong because I really really like this kid. I've got Tucker Kraft from South Dakota State being picked by the Dallas Cowboys. And that one is more wishful thinking than what it is anything. I'll be honest <laughs> with you, but That's fair. He's your doing, gardener, isn't you? <laughs> Hang on, <laughs> do, but do, but he's my Gardner Minshew, yes. But in all in all in all seriousness, whenever I was looking at this, whenever I was doing this draft simulation, he really popped out there more than anybody else did, and more than anybody else did. And that is a need that the Cowboys need. And like I said, he's a, he is a young one. He sounds like a name that uh, he sounds like a name that uh, Jerry Jones would take. I'm gonna say Tucker Craft because Jerry Jones likes to get players from out of nowhere. Fair.
2: Well, I'm gonna. Go one state north of South Dakota and go to North Dakota State. I have them taking Cody Mouch from North Dakota State, inside linebacker. I'm,
1: and I would not. I would. I wouldn't be mad if they did that. He's a good player too. I would not be mad one bit.
0: Uh, next up, uh, we have the
2: Bengals, the 60th pick. I have them taking tight end Darnell Washington from Georgia.
3: Mm. How
1: dare you draft him before Tucker Craft? <laughs>
3: The dude's like 6'11". Why yeah. wouldn't you? <laughs>
1: Why wouldn't? <laughs> I mean, if
0: he would be sitting there, that's fair. That's fair. All right, next up, uh, Bears to the 61st pick. So this is definitely an area because we have the 61st and the 64th. These are areas that I could see a trade happening. I feel like the 61st is one that we would hold on to so far for me. I got offensive linemen address as well as the D-line. I uh, could definitely just see uh, wide receiver uh, taken here, uh, give a little bit more receiver help. Uh, which I definitely don't think is a bad thing. I could see Edge Rush here. Uh, with how my board has kind of fallen out, if I was in this position, the guy that I would 100% grab with this pick would be Cedric Tillman, wide receiver from Tennessee. Uh, if he's sitting there at 61, man. If you're the Bears, like, I know you just got DJ Moore. I know you have uh, Claypool, who didn't really do anything, and Mooney, who's, you know, he's not bad. I like Mooney, but, like, why not get another weapon? You know, granted, you would have drafted I guess, a Tennessee wide receiver for two years in a row, but, oh, come on. Phyllis Jones kind of stinks. Like, get get actually a good Tennessee wide receiver. So, let's get Cedric Tillman. I like that pick here. Uh, And then, again, next up for the uh, 64th pick, this is an area that I could definitely see a trade happening, but... At the same time, there's still a lot of good value on this board, a lot of good edge rushers. Uh, so I think the edge rusher I'm going to rock with here is I'm going to go with Derek Hall, uh, edge rusher from Auburn. Uh, you know, I think getting a good you know edge rush there for us is definitely going to be uh, very very helpful, uh, especially at that position. Honestly, that's just very good value. Uh, all right, next up we have the Broncos with their first pick of the draft with the 67th pick.
3: Um, so, in mine, it's actually a 66 pick. Okay. I traded uh, traded for that 60, 66 pick. I traded some 2024 20, picks. I think I traded a fifth and a sixth in 2024 for it. Um, but then I end up trading it back out um, for additional pick in this draft um, or two more picks in this, in this draft because Denver is in a tough spot, right? They, I think they have, like, what? Five picks. Maybe maybe five or six picks. So really, you're you're thinking of one, two things. You're thinking of either just trading stuff away, trying to make moves, trying to build for the future drafts, or you're trying to get the best value possible that can indefinitely have players make an impact right now. Even if it is in the third round, um, you got to have the best value available. Um, so with the 67th overall pick, I think our biggest needs right now is probably on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I think defense is one reason why our offense was so bad because offense was always on the on the uh, field. So I'm taking uh, Washington State Dion Dion Henley, linebacker at Washington State.
0: Okay. Uh, so what is the next pick for you? Still Denver? Because for me, it's 67, 68, or both Denver.
3: Yes. Okay. So then 68. So, so yes. So I traded the 66. 67 i picked Diane henley and then i have 68 and 70 okay um so 68 here again um just trying to help out that front seven i'm taking gervon G- gervon dexter defensive lineman out of florida
0: okay and then what was the next one that you had
3: uh so 70 um here i'm gonna trade back i'm gonna of this pick um baltimore's offered me an 80, uh, the 86th overall pick and three 2024 picks for this draft pick, so I'm accepting that and getting out of that.
0: Okay. Uh, so next up in the official draft order, we do have the Raiders with the 70th pick. Ricky, what do we got going on here?
1: Uh, I have chosen Garvin Dexter, defensive lineman out of Florida.
0: Okay. All right. Nice. All right. So I'll just pick something here. What do we have next? Uh, next up, we have the looks like the Seahawks again. At the eighty
3: third pick. Um. Again, I th- I think we're gonna just try to. So right now I have an edge, a lineman, receiver, and a safety. I think we're still gonna try to build on that. Um, on that secondary here, we can go one or two ways. We could also here I've also got David or Devon. I don't even know how to pronounce his last name. Running back out of Texas A and M. Is it a cane or a chain? Something like that. Let me take a look. Um, I'm bad with names. I don't know why I'd be taking a look, but yeah, I'll take a look. Six, yeah, sixty. he's 67 overall on the, on the board. No, oh, he's not on my board anymore.
0: So, sorry, bud. Um, you're
3: on your own. Whatever you said is right. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, so, I'm really only thinking about two players here. Jordan Battle. I can team him up again with his college teammate, Brian Branch. Or I can take uh, Tyreek Stevenson from Miami, and I'm going there. Um, I've already got a safety. There's no need to get another one in there. Plus, I've already got like um, that safety position pretty built up. I'm taking cornerback out of Miami, Tyreek Stevenson. I like that pick. I like that pick a lot. Go you. Um,
0: so next up would be the Jaguars, the 88th pick, and uh, you know, our, you know, for me addressing tight end in, in first, and DJ Turner in the second. You know, looking at this one here, uh, depending on who's on the board, uh, definitely could see once again secondary being addressed. Uh, guys like Jordan Battle from Alabama or Sydney Brown from Illinois being a couple of examples. I could see edge Rusher being addressed, or like a, a Zach Harrison uh, from The Ohio State University. Uh, I could see a lot of different ways uh, going here. But for me, Mac, if I'm Jacksonville and Jordan Battle's on the board, man, I would grab him. Him or Sydney Brown, personally, that's what I would do. I mean, we, we need a lot of secondary help. I mean, like it's ridiculous how much they need. Uh, so next up would be the Dallas Cowboys again. Third round, 90th pick overall.
1: All right, so for the 90th pick, Jacob, I have selected Zach Pick as defensive lineman out of South Carolina.
2: Kind of going to like my pick. Tight end from South Dakota State, Tucker Kraft. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> He had they, it. He just had the it later. The, yes! solid, the solid majority of Dallas Cowboys fans are wanting this guy. Whether or not we take him in the second or third round, uh, it's it doesn't matter. But we're taking that guy. Okay. No matter okay. what. Just have to
0: manifest yes. that energy on days two and three, boys.
1: We're winning us. We're winning a Super Bowl, boys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Next Maybe up. Next up is the Bengals. The ninety-second pick.
2: I have them taking a much needed position here on defense. I'm having them taking cornerback Clark Phillips from Utah.
0: Ah, that's quite a fall. And uh, yours? That
1: is quite a fall.
0: I mean, yeah. And if he's there, you can't pass it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, if he's yeah. there, you cannot pass it. Uh, so that's that's a good pick. It's a very good the, pick. The
2: main reason why I think he might fall is his height. And That's about yeah. That's much fair. It.
0: He is, yeah, that, that I could see that. Uh, all right, next up, we have the Las Vegas Raiders with the 100th pick in the draft. What do we got?
1: Yes, if this guy falls, which I think he could be taken a little bit higher than 100, but um, I am going to say the Vegas Raiders take Caillou Blue Kelly, cornerback out of Stanford.
0: Oh, okay, okay. That's a, That's a name that I've had my eyes on here for a little bit. I like that. All right, next up, Bears with 103. Uh, so how, we've already addressed a lot of things so far. I still think that at this point, uh, you know, I could definitely see us just addressing another need. Uh, but at the same time, I feel like just depth is another thing that I can definitely see happening here. So for me, man, if he's on the board, I am i don't see why you wouldn't grab him, even though you, we drafted you know, one of our uh, safeties last year, we still have Eddie Jackson. Eddie Jackson's been kind of up and down. You know, he finally made his comeback last year, in my opinion, but he's still not the guy that he was in 2018. So, I mean, I could see Sidney Brown uh, safety from Illinois. I could even see another wide receiver. Uh, if we don't take one of the like a Tyler Scott wide receiver from Cincinnati, uh, Zach Harrison, edge rusher from the Ohio State University, or even another offensive tackle here. I think it's a lot of different ways to go here. Um, I'm going to go with Jalen Duncan, offensive tackle from Maryland. Uh, I just don't think there's a bad thing to have depth, personally. Uh, I don't think I think everyone can agree to that. Because uh, while yeah, it'd be nice to have a Sidney Brown. Again, we we got um, we got Brisker last year, who's a beast, and Eddie Jackson. He's still playing well. You know what I mean? He's still playing well. Uh, all right, Tyler, have a good one, man. Enjoy that uh, Enjoy that soup. That actually sounds really nice, honestly. Um, but, yeah, uh, I'm going to go with Jalen Duncan um, from uh, Maryland, build up some uh, offensive line help there. Uh, so let me
3: just do a random pick here.
0: Uh, so next up would be the Broncos with the 108 pick.
3: Um, so it's kind of crazy. Um, I still have a couple players in the top 70 and 80s here available for me. I have a few 80s. Um, and I actually have still Devin Akane or Shane or whatever his fucking name is, running back from Texas A&M. Um, I think if he's here, um, why not? Um, we've had some running back problems with Melvin Gordon having fumbling problems. I won't, that's why we got rid of him. Um, and we continue to have running back injuries. I know he's a little on the smaller side, but hey... That, um, Sproles proved that you, you don't necessarily have to be big to do some big things in the league. So I'm taking running back out of Texas AM here at 108.
1: Okay.
0: Next up would be the Raiders with 109.
1: I can see the Raiders trading out of this pick. Um, I do have them taking a player, um, but I, I don't know how big of a need this is going to be, but... Um, it wouldn't hurt to get another linebacker. I've got Nick Herbig out of Wisconsin. Okay. All right.
0: Like it. So the next one up would be the Jaguars at 121. Um, man, if there's a lot of different ways we can go here at this point. I think D-lineman edge rusher is gonna probably be the way to go if the draft kind of falls the way that I think it could. If that's the case, man, one guy on the board that should probably be here. Could go sooner, probably go sooner as uh, Carl Brooks, defensive lineman from uh, Bowling Green. Uh, this is a guy that I've had my eye on here for a little bit for these uh, like you know date for day two picks uh, that I like quite a bit. So I think it'd be a hell of a steal here if Jackson was able to uh, to grab him personally. Uh, next up is Seattle with one twenty three.
3: Um. So here, one twenty three. Again, I still have some 80s and 90s here. Um, Me, I'm doing either one or two things, offensive linemen, or just helping that defense out. Um, And I'm taking Zach Harrison, edge, from the Ohio State University. Okay,
0: all right. Perfect pick. I like that. Uh, next up, once again, would be the Jacksonville Jaguars at 127. And for me, got a lot of solid players here. Uh, that would be very good picks. One glaring issue that hasn't been addressed in this draft would be, like, offensive tackle. But I feel like anyone that you would draft here at this point with at least how I have my board would honestly be a hell of a reach. Uh, and honestly, I, why not just take one of the better players on the board, uh, at least in my opinion. And in that case, that would be linebacker Noah Sewell, uh, Sewell from Oregon. I mean, if he's still sitting on the board here, why not grab him? You know, continue to help that defense, help help it, you know, get better. At least that's my mindset. Uh, so next up would be the Dallas Cowboys at one twenty nine.
1: Um, I have them taking Chandler Zavala out of North Carolina State.
2: Okay. I have them taking Noah Soul from Oregon.
0: Ooh, that would be a hell. Of a, that would be a hell of a, a sign a draft for you guys. Getting Noah. Yeah. Uh, uh, next up, you would have um, uh, Cincinnati at 131. Uh, I have them taking
2: a much-needed position considering what uh, Joe, the whole Joe Mixon conspiracy is going. Not conspiracy, but <laughs> the hype and stuff behind him. Yeah, yeah. Um, running back, Tajay Spears from Tulane. Hmm, okay. All right. Well, the next pick that we would have would be uh,
0: my Chicago Bears, and I'm actually going to double up with you. I'm going to go running back. Uh, You know, we let Monty walk. You know, I, I think it's safe to say Herbert's the guy, but hey, why not get some more depth and a guy that I could see the Bears grabbing right here? And if we grabbed him, I would be so pumped because I loved this team last year. I loved this guy. He was a beast. Give me Chase Brown, running back from Illinois. I would love that pick in Chicago.
2: That would be awesome. I really awesome. like that pick. That's <laughs> like, a good pick. That
0: would be incredible pick, dude. Uh, so I think next would be Chicago again at 136. See, we're in the range now for Chicago. Like, basically 103 to our 148 pick, those five picks. This is all, like, trade territory, in my opinion. Uh, I'm going to just kind of keep it going, though, and not do trades just for the sake of trying to keep this in order <laughs> as much as I can. Um, So this is going to be an area where I could see more depth coming in, maybe interior offensive line. Uh, I could definitely see a tight end being grabbed here, like uh, Luke from Michigan is someone that I could see. But there's a couple other tight ends later on in the draft that I, I think would be some good value as well. So I like depth here, personally. Uh, give me Andrew Voorhees uh, from interior offensive lineman from USC. Uh, I mean, I just don't think – we we got to protect Justin. You know what I mean? That's That's priority number one. Uh so I think that'd be a good pick here. Next up we got Denver with the 139 pick.
3: Um so I got let's see here. Sorry, I got to switch to the right team. Um some interesting picks here. Um again, I still have some people that's within the top 100 still available. Um but I'm going to be honest here. Um Kayshawn Boutte is still available here. Oh um, yeah. Um, he that would be an interesting pick. I'd probably like that pick more than this pick, but again, I'm focusing on defense defense right now for um. Uh, for Denver, uh, mostly because it's it was terrible. It's probably the worst thing I've ever seen, that in the offensive line, um. So I'm going to go DeMarvion Overshawn, linebacker out of Texas.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, Next up, we got back-to-back Raiders picks, 141 for 144.
1: All right, so 141, I have them getting Nick Broker out of Ole Miss. And then 144, I've got them getting Deuce Vaughn, running back out of Kansas State.
0: Fifth round, okay, yeah, that's a guy that's definitely going to be a day three pick. I could see him going, uh, you know, obviously in the fifth, but I could see him sliding to the sixth or seventh, and it's all because of size. You know what I mean? That's a short little dude. Yeah, he yeah, he is
1: pretty short. <laughs> Isn't he like
0: 5'6"? six? I mean something like that. like I don't like like Shane pointed out, a short guy can be successful at running back. We've seen it, but man, Deuce is just he is. I mean, he is a very small guy.
1: I hope he all the successful. Yeah. Five, He's, five. But he'd be a Raiders guy.
0: He would be, 100%. Uh, next up would be the Bears at 148. This is an area that I can see us going tight end. You know, I um, you know, get a backup behind Komet, whatever. Uh, rather, if it be Luke from Michigan, I could definitely see that. But a guy that I really like, I like uh, Zach Kuntz, uh, tight end from Old Dominion. I like him a lot in this draft. You know, he's one of my favorite tight ends in this draft up there with a Dalton Kincaid, a Tucker Craft and stuff. Give, give me Zach uh, from Old Dominion, uh, personally. I think that would be a, a hell of a pick. Uh next up we do have Seattle with back-to-back picks at 151
3: and 154. Uh so 151. Um man, he's here at uh 126 overall on the draft board. Quarterback Tanner McKee at Stanford. Um Feature. and then I love that then, pick. That was what one fifty yeah, that was one fifty one. Right. Yeah. One fifty four. Yep. Have some options. Um. I I think these last like the one fifty and above here for Seattle. Like these are just conditional picks that we're really just gonna look for value for. Right. Um. I think again we'll probably be optional for trading out because a lot of these picks is what we got from Denver. Um. So. It's tough. Um. But I'm gonna take. I'm gonna help that offensive line a little bit. I'm going to take a guy that me and Ricky's familiar with, inside offensive of lineman, Ricky Stromberg out of Arkansas.
2: Mm,
0: okay. All right. Uh, Jacob, next up, we got the Bengals at
2: 163. Well, a few years ago, they selected a specialist. Uh, Wait, do you have a cat? Round. Huh? Do you have a cat? I do not have a cat. Do you have a dog? Oh, no, wait. No, I have a cat. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, why? Did you see it? Yeah. Like, <laughs> back
3: yeah. Here? <laughs> I didn't know what that was. It's
2: a, uh, it's <laughs> a demon.
0: <laughs> sorry. I got so distracted. I just saw like a little fluff ball go by. <laughs> All right. Anyway, sorry. I get back to your point. I'm sorry. That,
2: that is my uh, 16-year-old cat, Jim. That's oh. a big-ass cat.
0: <laughs> Shout out <at> to Jim. <laughs>
2: Uh a few years ago Cincinnati took a specialist uh in the 5th round and I have them doing the exact same thing. Oh. I have them taking from Michigan State punter Bryce Baringer. Ooh. Hey,
0: I like that one a lot, man. Cincinnati obviously did not miss with uh with Evans, so they you know, they do something like that. You can definitely see them hitting there as well. I like that pick a lot. That's a good one. All right, uh boys next up we got Dallas at 169.
1: Let's see. I have the Cowboys selecting Terrell Smith, cornerback out of Minnesota.
2: I have them selecting um, their third offensive weapon so far in this draft. I have them taking from Penn State, Parker Washington, wide receiver.
1: I like that pick. Okay. All
2: right.
0: Uh, Next up, we have the Raiders at 174.
1: Let me switch over back to the Raiders. The Raiders at 174. I've got them taking Puka. I can't even pronounce his last name. Nakua out of uh, wide (laughs) receiver out of BYU. All
0: right. (laughs) I love that first name so much. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. All right, Never so,
1: picking him again. That's terrible. <laughs> <I> can't even <laughs> pronounce his damn name.
0: <laughs> I'll be honest. When I was going through here, I avoided some people that I just could not pronounce their name. That was with the exception <laughs> of Tula there in the second round. I'd look at a guy and be like, I can see the Bears getting him. He's he was a pretty good player last year. His stats were good. I'm like I don't know how to pronounce his name, so <laughs> I don't. I don't want to butcher that because my thought process is, what if what if I was the one announcing the draft pick on draft day? I just ruined that kid's moment by just mispronouncing right. his name. And as someone whose last name gets mispronounced all the time, I know that pain.
3: Okay, I didn't want to do that to someone. Um, want to see a name? You want to see a name that's hard to pronounce? Look at 180 on the overall draft board. Uh, let me see. Habakuk. Uh, Bala <laughs> Don.
0: Oh no. Habakuk. Habakuk. I'm sorry if I'm butchering this, man. I have no idea how to pronounce <laughs> that. <laughs> I feel so bad
1: right now. Look, I, hey, I have no idea. <laughs> what, do, what do they expect? It's a terrible football show.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, you, this is what you're listening to, man. I didn't even notice <laughs> that guy's name. Hold on. Hey, hang on. I got this. Let me pull up Google Translate and see what, how it's pronounced. Or you
3: got or Puka Nakua, receiver at a BYU. That's what That's well, that, what, yeah. That's, that's what, what I just did.
1: trapped it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Puka Nakua. Okay, I, I could. Okay, okay.
0: All right, let's uh let's see here. All right, I got it typed in, so let me turn up the volume here, see what we got going on.
1: Habak Baldonado.
0: Habakik Baldonado. There you go. That's how you pronounce it. The more we know. All right. We just learned Hab- something here. Hab- today. Habakkuk. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the drafting here. Next up will be the Jaguars. Uh sixth round, one eighty-five. Could See a few different ways going here. I think just more secondary help would be a great way to go. Interior lineman as well. You know, we do have the Ricky, uh, Ricky, whatever his last name is, Stormberg here from Arkansas. He's sitting on the board for me. Uh, I could definitely see some interior linemen help. Uh, Braden Daniels, interior lineman from Utah as well. Um, I, I'm gonna probably go that route. I'm gonna go Ricky from Arkansas here. Um, and uh, you know, grab you know, build up some interior lineman help that we that we definitely uh, desperately need. Uh, so next up is going to be the Denver Broncos again at 195. For me, this is going to be their, uh, their, their last, last pick
3: here. It is indeed. Um, and I can see this pick for, e- for either Seattle or Denver, to be honest, if he's available when they pick here in the, in the sixth round. Um, I picked it in my previous one that I did before the show. And, um, Jacob seemed to like it, so I'm going with it again. Mohammed Ibrahim. Love, I love that guy. Minnesota.
2: Best uh, pick in your
0: draft. I love that guy so much. Uh, also, we do have someone <coughs> new here in chat. Hakeem Jones, how are you? Hopefully you're having a phenomenal day. Uh, he does throw out there. He would love to see Anthony Richardson fall to 20th pick for Seattle uh, and g- Seattle go edge at five. I, I definitely think Anthony's going to end up going top five, but I we've all been all four of us have been in this boat that we think Anthony could potentially fall that far. Because like I I've, I've just I, I I get that he's got the the raw physical talents, man, but it just doesn't show on tape. I mean the talents show on tape, but where's the production? Where's the accuracy? You know what I mean? Like you know the thing that blows me away. Let me let me go off in this tangent. Kind of get your thoughts on this. What blows me away about this quarterback draft class is that we're looking at Anthony Richardson as like this once in you know this anomaly of a quarterback because of his size, his skill trait, and everything. And then we look at Will Levis, who's also like got a, all the tangibles that you would want, right? The big arm, you know, the, the ability to kind of move around a little bit—not much, but a little bit. You know, he's got all the physical traits, just like Anthony. Anthony does have more. Don't get me wrong, Anthony has more physical traits than Will Levis, and a, probably I would safely assume a better taste in coffee, but. everyone's beef about Will Levis is that his skills does not translate to what he did on the field. What about Anthony? You know what I mean? Like Anthony's in the same boat. Like how is one, how is Will being shafted and Anthony's not? I just, I, I, that blows me away because neither of them had great production last year. You know what I mean? Well, here's
1: something, here's something else though, Alex, that I haven't heard many people point this out. Anthony Richardson went to a football school in Florida. That's fair. Well, Levis went to Kentucky. Yeah. Kentucky's not a football school. They are a they're basketball school. They do not get the recruiting in football like like a Florida would get. They don't even get the recruiting in football like Arkansas gets. They they're they're not a they're not a football they're not a football powerhouse. They're they're not they're probably never will be. And so um I think that's one of the things you also need to take away of is the fact is Anthony Richardson had better protection at Florida than what will levis did at kentucky especially this past season that's why you saw will levis kind of slide a little bit this past season he didn't have near, near the protection that he had uh that he had the year before
3: mm-hmm. oh man yeah. and, I, and, I, and i said it last week right the biggest the biggest dog on on or the biggest chip on anthony richardson's shoulders is he's not the most accurate yeah. right True. he's got all the intangibles he's got all the athleticism he's got all the potential in the world but at the end of the day, you can't you can't hit your spot as a quarterback. You're worthless. True. You can have all the arm strength you want. Um. And the the chip on on Will Levis's shoulder is, he has, you know, he's a Brett Favre type player. He's a gunslinger. He he's a he's a hundred mile an hour, uh, fastball pitcher in the MLB. He has one type mm-hmm. of ball that he's really good at, and that he doesn't have, um, much difference in that. Um, he has no touch on the ball. He he doesn't know how to change the velocity here and there when he needs to, um, and that's his biggest thing.
0: Okay, all right. Good takes. Good takes. Good takes. Uh, so next up would be would it be Seattle one ninety eight or did we already do that? Uh no. We okay. That's that was the next one that was queued up for me.
3: So what do we got there? Yeah. Um. I really think for sure these 198 and 237 picks for Seattle we're gonna probably gonna trade out of unless there's a guy on the board that we just absolutely love. Unfortunately, I have not been that much invested as far as <laughs> this deep in the draft, so I don't really know who we who we would really be excited about right here. But I'll tell you one guy I I I see that kind of pops off here, helps the front seven, Britton Cox Jr. Edge out of Florida. Oh, okay.
0: I like that one. I like that one a lot, honestly. Um, So next up would be Jacksonville at at 202. Uh, We just addressed interior offensive linemen. I could definitely see tackle being addressed here. Uh, There's a few different names that would likely be on the board, and one name that kind of sticks out to me for a day three pick that I like would be Warren McClendon, tackle from Georgia. Uh, I mean, why not get a national championship in that building? You know what I mean? So I I definitely like that pick there. Uh, Next up, Raiders at 204.
1: Uh, 204. I have, I don't know if this is how you pronounce his name, but I'm going to go ahead and say anyway, I have Ocon Mathis, edge out of Nebraska. Close enough.
0: Uh, uh, That sounds right to me. (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) All right. Bengals, uh, 206.
2: Uh, right here. I have them taking someone who will not only add depth, but be a dual threat, uh, for returning kicks. I have them taking wide receiver from Cincinnati, Trey Tucker.
0: Ooh, okay. All right. like that one. Uh, Jacksonville at 208. Uh, We just had a few picks ago addressing the offensive line once again. Uh, There's a few different ways, man, I think we go here. I think running back would be an option depending on who's on the board. Uh, You know, get someone else behind uh, Travis Etienne I think would be a good way to go. Uh, But based on kind of what I have here, I – Man, I could also see just going secondary again. We drafted one corner, one safety, at least in mine so far. So I think a Terrell Smith, cornerback from Minnesota, could be good here. Anthony Johnson, Jr. from um, um, Iowa State. But one guy that I really like in day three is going to be Makai Blackman, uh, cornerback from USC. Uh, That's a day three guy that I think could have some some pretty solid talent there. So let's go that way. Uh, Next up would be you guys' Dallas Cowboys with 212.
1: So at two twelve, Jacob, I went wide receiver. I chose Ronnie Bell out of Michigan.
0: Ooh, I like that one.
1: I like that a lot. I like that. Not pick as a much lot. as
2: my Parker Washington pick, of course, because I picked it. But you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> Parker, Parker, I
1: like Parker Washington, dude. Like when you said Parker Washington, I said shit. I missed out on that one.
2: <laughs> uh,
1: here I have the
2: Dallas Cowboys taking quarterback. Mm. Interesting. From Georgia, Stetson Bennett. Ooh. You think they're wrong- Really? You I think like they're going to
1: take a quarter? You think they're going to take Stetson Bennett?
3: I, like I that absolutely do. It's in the seventh great. round. Does uh, six eight, late six? It's, it's, I think it's, it's late, six. late six, late six. Yeah, for sure. I like that pick.
1: I, mean, I like the pick. Don't get me wrong, but Stetson Bennett, I don't, I don't know if they draft a quarterback in this draft.
3: If if Stetson Bennett was six, two and a half, six four. If he was in that range, he would be the top quarterback in the draft. I don't know about that one. If they miss
2: out on the uh, UCLA quarterback, they're going to pick Stetson Bennett. Yo,
0: I love that. I love love him so much, man, the UCLA quarterback. That is a day three guy that people need to be watching up front. Yep, yep. No, with the Stetson Bennett thing, you know, I I think if there were some other factors kind of in play there, uh, you know, just from physical traits and obviously not the -the off-the-field issues, I think he'd be a first-rounder for sure. I mean, at least in my mind, you know, I mean, I, I mean, he plays well, he plays under the, he plays under the lights and that's what's important. I, I will say is whoever ends up getting Stetson, right? If he can get his shit together with the off the field issues that he had, whatever, even at the age that he is, if whoever can get Stetson on a day three pick, I think they're going to get a hell of a quarterback. I think there could be a hell of a quarterback coming out of Stetson Bennett, like for sure. I think it's gonna be a good pick. Uh, Vegas at 214.
1: Vegas at 214. I have the Raiders getting tight end Payne Durham out of Purdue.
2: Okay. I like that a lot. He was a monster in the Big Ten
0: last year.
1: Yes, he was. Yes, he was.
0: All right, so next up would be the Bears at 218. Um, There's a few different ways I could see us going here. Cornerback is definitely going to be one of the most glaring ones that's kind of popping off to me. But honestly, I could also see us drafting a quarterback here. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with depth, all right? I mean, there, I mean, our backup quarterback is what? It's, oh, God, the guy who threw, like, 7 million picks in his first game for Buffalo. What's his name? Peterman. Nathan Peterman. I think he's still our backup. I think we just re-signed him, and he's our backup. Like, we really don't have a solid quarterback room outside of Justin, of course. So, while, like, cornerback, like an Anthony Johnson Jr. from Iowa State's a guy I could see here, I could see... Um, you know Sterling Thomas the fifth, uh, from UAB, which I would love that pick for the record. Uh, but I mean, I think a quarterback is also completely acceptable just to get a backup like an Aiden O'Connell from Purdue is a guy that I could see here. Uh, even a, even a Sean Clifford from Penn State. I mean, why not? You know, they, there's a lot of different ways that I could see us going here. You know what? Let let me just go ahead and get some depth. Give me Aiden O'Connell. Uh, give me quarterback from Purdue. I think that's a fair pick to get depth. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Uh, so let's see. Next up, we have the Raiders again, seventh round, two twenty.
1: All right, number. Uh, see two twenty. I have them getting uh, a cornerback, Miles Brooks, out of Louisiana Tech. Okay.
0: Uh, let's see. Next up would be the Jacksonville Jaguars with 226, and their final pick of the draft. Uh, probably just get—I mean, whatever, Whoever's going to be best on the board at this point, honestly. <laughs> like that's probably what's going to happen. But here's a guy that I here's a guy that I do like with this pick. I like Evan Hull, uh, running back from uh, Northwestern. Like I said before, I think I think they'll end up drafting a running back in this class, uh, just to get that extra depth behind Travis. And I think that could be a good one. Uh, all right, so after that would be the Raiders once again, uh, with pick 231.
1: And this is also the Raiders' last pick in the draft. I have them getting Jordan Howden, safety out of Minnesota.
0: Okay, all right, I like it. Uh, and then Seattle with their final pick of the draft, 237.
3: I have them getting this is a personal bias pick, but I'll, I'll more than fully accept it here. Um, and let's be real, this guy's a speedster. Um, there's nothing wrong with speed on the football field, um, especially in the seventh-round pick. This guy ran a 4-3 or a low 4-4. Matt Landers, receiver out of Arkansas.
0: Mm, okay, all right. All right, boys. Dallas, final pick of the draft, 244. How's the Cowboys fans feeling on this?
1: So uh, even though I really want to say that they're going to draft a kicker, I don't know if they'll ever draft a kicker. Um, (laughs) I have them getting an edge rusher um, out of Eastern Michigan, Jose Ramirez.
2: Once again, in this uh, draft, I am picking one round behind Ricky. Uh, I have them taking here. Ochon Mathis, the Edge from
0: Nebraska. Sounds like you. It sounds like the Cowboys fans here are really on the same page, though, in terms of players you guys want. <laughs> like that's the vibe that I'm picking up right now. Is you guys just know who you want, though.
2: <laughs> well, and we're not we're not gonna get them because Philadelphia is gonna weasel their way in and take all the players yeah. we want to get. Yeah,
3: that's true. As usual.
0: Yeah.
1: Now I and look, I, look.
3: Tucker's to hurt, huh?
1: Tucker Craft. <laughs> may be my guy but i will never be a philly fan
3: <laughs> so that's that's a,
1: that's that's be, the hard line i'll be i'll be a tucker craft fan i will not be a philly fan yeah i was
2: a huge dallas goddard fan until he was
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: one pick before two one yes. pick before the ultimate slap in the face man oh my god All right, boys, next up would be the Bengals at 246 with their final pick of the draft.
2: I have them taking someone who I think uh, falls through the cracks a bit in this draft, Uh, someone who was a two-time first-team all-conference selection in the Big 12. Uh, To nicely cap off the Bengals draft, I have them selecting defensive tackle from West Virginia, Dante Stills. Ooh, okay, all right. And then the final thing, the final pick here for our
0: seven-round mocks here today would be the Bears at 258 with the second-to-last pick in the NFL draft. And once again, I just think it's going to be based on best player on the board, in my opinion. There is, looking at what I have right in front of me, there is at least three different ways that I would for sure consider and go uh Davis Allen tied in from Clemson's one, Ronnie Bell wide receiver from Michigan, and Ronnie Hickman safety from the Ohio State University. All guys that I'd be like, Yeah, I mean if they're I mean they're probably they're probably gonna be there. So like all those picks are good in my opinion. Um honestly, I kinda like the uh, I kinda like the Ronnie Bell pick here. I mean, if he happens to slide to where he's about to be an undrafted free agent, yeah, go ahead and grab him. You know, second to last pick of the draft. Get another wide receiver in the room, man. I like that one a lot personally. Uh, but yeah, that so that does complete our uh, seven round mock. First time we ever done it. How we feel about it? Do we need to change the format next time? What do you think? Do you think go just going through the draft, or you think we should just do round by round? What do you think? I like it. Yeah, yeah I'm cool too. with it. Okay, just going I, by the draft order.
1: I, I'm gonna go ahead and throw out Mister Irrelevant because I did do all seven rounds for everybody. You did, yeah. My here's my Mister Irrelevant, gentlemen. My Mr., my Mister Irrelevant is Isaiah Land out of Florida A and M. He's gonna
0: be my Mr. Irrelevant. Man, be... my Mr.
2: Irrelevant was uh Merlin Robin- Robertson from
3: Arizona State. So let's see. Let's see if I can Mine mine was also Merlin Robertson, linebacker out of Arizona State. Let's see if I can see mine real quick. Hold on. I wonder what the, I wonder what the odds are on who Mr. Irrelevant yeah, I'm
0: wondering if, they, if they're out there somewhere <laughs> in the universe. There's got to
3: be, be a money line on it, bro. So
0: my Mr. Irrelevant was Davis Allen tied in from Clemson going to Houston at 259. So there, there's got to be an odd somewhere out there <laughs> for Mr. Irrelevant. So I'm I, searching for it right now. So I want to shout out a few names, boys, just just for shits and gigs of like when I did my original one that before leading into this, because the one I just did was live. Of course, I want you guys to know how this thing fucking fell for me, where it's like, this is too good to be true. and It would never fucking happen in a million years. Paris Johnson at nine. Uh, Tula again at your D laminate at our second round pick Joe Titman at 61 Jack Campbell at 64 Nathaniel Dell at 103 wide well, receiver from Houston Dwayne McBride running back from UAB at 133 like there's no way that would happen all right like there's no way like the uh, like the gods would shine down upon me ever so perfectly like that like that's a load of, that's a load of crap <laughs> but that would be awesome that'd be I would yeah. love to get Jack Campbell in that building.
3: I mean, so, let's look at – I, I kind of want to go over my Seattle one before real quick just for the listeners and watchers, for the one that I did before we went live. Will Anderson fell to Seattle at five. Gladly picked him up. I've seen that happen a couple times, yeah. Jordan Addison at 20. Brian Branch at 37, which is astounding. Um, Still took Cody Mock um, from North Dakota State at 52. Dion Henley at uh, 83. Noah Sewell at 123. Charlie Jones, I really like that pick at 151. Um, and then Mohammed fell to me at 198. And Brenton Cox Jr., edge out of Florida, fell at 237. Mm. Like, that's a damn good draft.
2: In my Dallas mock draft, <laughs> pick number 24, someone fell right into the lap of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Who? quarterback anthony (laughs) Richardson. no
0: (laughs) no no no, you know and it's funny how this uh system works with some of these picks because uh the one that i did right had bryce young falling all the way down to tennessee at 11 no shot you know what i mean
1: (laughs) tennessee fans tennessee
3: fans would be cheering
1: I could see Ten- I could see Tennessee trying to trade up to get Bryce Young yeah. but he's not going to fall. Th- he's not falling. Like
3: before. I I I am just like
0: excuse the fuck out of me? What? <laughs> uh I I, I I did think it I'm was funny. Not, Go ahead.
1: No, I was just saying I'm still not sold that that he's going to be the number 1 pick overall.
0: Right. I'm not 100% sold either but I'm about like 85% sold personally.
3: I am 98.999998% sure that Bryson will be number one overall to the Carolina Panthers.
2: I am still on claim that C.J. Stroud will be the number one pick. Yeah, I, I, I would I would like
0: C.J. to be the number one pick. I like C.J. a lot.
1: So um, according to this article that I read, um, they don't have anything as far as like player-wise goes, but they're saying that the highest odds for a player to be drafted Mr. Irrelevant will come from the Ohio State University.
3: Hmm. Makes sense.
1: Second's Florida. I mean, I'll take it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look what Mr. Relevant did last year. Shit. Big cock Brock. True. True.
0: Uh, all right, let me just, uh, go around the room real quick for a couple of news bits to close off the show here that, uh, uh, one of them was already referenced, but it was you know from Jacob with the Joe Mixon thing. Uh, so the update that I see from just a couple hours ago that Joe Mixon is uh, expected to be asked to take a pay cut. If he doesn't accept, he'll be let go. That's the current round of report on that front. Um, apparently, we didn't even touch on Odell signing with uh, Baltimore. Uh, apparently, DeAndre Hopkins is still in play for the Ravens. Uh, Lamar basically said, you know, go out and get DeAndre, get Odell, and we can chat, whatever. Uh, so DeAndre Hopkins is still in play for that one. Uh, Allen Robinson traded to Pittsburgh. Hopefully he can actually do something. Or you know. a
3: swap of seventh round picks. Yeah, I know.
0: And ah. then uh random little tidbit. Just want to shout here. Uh, Falcons quarterback Desmond Ritter is changing from number four back to number nine, nine that no. he wore at Cincinnati.
3: And also Garrett Wilson will be going back to his college number yeah, next that. year.
0: Yeah. He's, uh, he's uh, switching to five next year. He went ahead and threw that out there. That's what he's planning on doing. And Blaine Gabbert signs with the Chiefs to back up Patrick Mahomes. So he's going to get another Super Bowl ring. Shout out to him, I guess.
2: Bill O'Brien has announced that he has given quarterback Mac Jones a, quote, clean slate. Whatever, yeah,
0: whatever. the hell
2: that means. Whatever. I, mean, well, so I if can't stand Bill O'Brien. Time, can I. Uh, he's a fucking <laughs> yeah, I, clown. I, I, I guarantee Bill O'Brien, we're going to see Bill O'Brien getting into the face of Mac Jones on the sidelines this, this season. Yeah. Uh, one last thing that I want to shout out and just to further
0: emphasize that we are truly a terrible football show. This is something that we should have shouted out at the very beginning, but we're a terrible football show and I fucking forgot my bad. Uh, but obviously <laughs> shout out to the big news that came out with DeMar Hamlin, uh, where he has now been cleared to continue his football career. So shout out to that. That's fucking awesome. What a story that's been. Uh, so forgot to forgot to shout that out at the beginning. I just scrolled past it and saw it. So he is uh, he is with the team today and he's resuming football activities. So what a, what a hell of a story for Demar Hamlin. Uh, love to see it. You know, love to see it after everything that one of the scariest things, if not really the scariest thing we've ever seen in uh, live sports. You know, that was uh, still baffled that even happened. Mm-hmm. So glad to see that uh, he's going to be able to continue his career. That's the main thing. Uh, boys, you got anything else? If not, I'm going to hit the music and get out of here. Ready for next week, man. Oh, that's so true. I'm pumped. I'm so I'm pumped, pumped for the draft bad. special. That's
1: going to be fun. It's going to be a very
0: long show, but it's going to be I great. I can't wait
2: to be disappointed as usual. Yep, yep, me,
0: too. <laughs> I me hope, too. I hope I'm not. I have the most to look forward to <laughs> right now for me. So I'm, I'm excited and scared.
3: But excited, I mean, I'm. I'm split in half, right? I mean, I got Seattle with ten picks. They got a lot of. I mean, room you to have move. Seattle's with two picks next week. So I mean,
0: you're gonna you're gonna get to see some action happen, especially early in the top five.
3: Yeah, and uh, then on the on the other side, I've got Denver with uh, nothing but their cocks in their hands. So. Basically, you have to wait. For yeah. <laughs> you <have> to wait. <laughs> So and I, don't see, I don't see Denver making any moves to go up in the first or second round. So, yeah, I think be,
2: it, it'd be impossible for them. They don't have any draft capital and they have no players that are worth it. True. Uh, I don't know who all, all we're going to have is like guests next week. I've already reached out to
0: our guy, um, our guy Iggy, who was on last year for the Carolina pick at uh, six last year. Of course, Carolina at one. Would love to get him on, chat with him with that number one pick. Uh, he may be available um, you know, it just depends on work. And then I did once again reach out to our ever-lovable oaf, uh, Brady, fellow Cowboys fan. Uh, so he said that he will he will hop in a phone call. I told him to just be on be, be ready to get called because I think Dallas could potentially move up. I think that is a possibility. Dallas could try to make a move depending on who's sliding and stuff. So I just told him to be on ready, be on call. I'm, I'm going to hit you up if something happens. So I don't know who else can potentially uh, be there for a guess. I'll figure it out maybe in the next week. But, Yeah, we'll be live next Thursday.
3: Iggy is helping me with some stuff for, um, I need to collect some B-roll clips for a video I'm editing. We're trying to start to edit once I figure the fuck out what I'm doing. (laughs) Um, So I'll be talking to him later on tonight. So I'll I'll let you know by the the time. Yeah,
0: that's fine. Just run it by me. Like I said, we'll be live 30 minutes before the draft starts, uh, Central Time. I don't know the the draft start time, and we'll be live for the entire first round. We'll go through mock 5.0 speed round real quick in that first 30 minutes, and just uh, we'll have a good time. It's gonna be, I think, Ricky and Shane both. You guys gonna be in studio, yeah? Yep. Okay. That's what that's that's what we want to hear. And then one day Jacob will be here too. One day. One day. Yeah. One one day. day. We'll work on it. Song ended, so I'm gonna start it back up here real quick. But, uh, no, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Until next time, guys, have a good one. Bye.